Welcome to the Reevolve Media Revolution Podcast, where we delve deep into the captivating world of art, culture, and personal growth. I'm your host, Jordan Lewis, and today we have a special episode that will take you on a transformative journey. Joining us is an exceptional talent from the budding underground hip-hop scene in Edmonton, an artist whose soul-stirring lyrics and captivating message have only become more potent, Just Jordan. In this episode, we aim to uncover the power of good vibes and their connection to self-discovery. We believe that when we cultivate positive energy and embrace our true selves, we unlock the doors to immense personal growth and creative potential. Just Jordan's music exemplifies this philosophy as he weaves introspective lyrics with infectious melodies, creating a sonic experience that resonates deeply with listeners and brings forth a type of motivation that I personally describe as primal. We'll dive into Just Jordan's artistic journey, exploring how he has harnessed his inner energy to navigate the winding paths of the music industry. Just Jordan will share his thoughts on the transformative power of self-discovery, how understanding our passions, values, and vulnerabilities allows us to create art that resonates with authenticity. So avid music lovers, aspiring artists, inspiration seekers, get ready to embark on a journey of self-reflection, groove to the rhythm of good vibes, and unlock the secrets of personal evolution. This is the Reevolve Media Revolution Podcast, and I'm your host, Jordan Lewis, inviting you to join us as we connect with Just Jordan, an artist here to remind us that when we know ourselves, the possibilities are infinite. What is up, everybody? I'm here with Just Jordan from Edmonton, Alberta, J-U-S-J-R-D-N. Just Jordan, how you tuned today, brother? I'm doing so good. I'm glad you spelled it out. I, I much appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, man, it's something that I've learned over the course of, like, uh, I guess a couple of years now, because some artists have, like, some artists even have, like, symbols in their name, you know? That's true, too, for sure. And it's right. like, you know, Everyone always like, just Jordan, I can never find you. I'm like, I know it's spelled fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, that's my bad. It's it's spelled like how it sounds, but not in the traditional way. 100, 100, <laughs> 100. Yeah. Um, so yeah, bro, how, how you doing today overall? Actually, not just today, man. How you been lately? Man, over the last, uh, especially over the last couple of weeks, I've been doing, uh, I've been doing fantastic. I've been really focused on um, do, uh, inc- uh, increasing like the efficiency and effort I put into like my daily routine. And, um, even just before we got on this, uh, on this call, I, uh, you know, I had a, a 90 minute walk, uh, 30 minute meditation, cold shower, 10 minutes of breath work. And, you know, it's just like, that sets me up to be in such a good place, you know? My man, absolutely. And you're saying just a couple of weeks ago, and today's day 13 of Lent, I believe. So is that kind oh, of the starting shit. point? Uh, yeah, exa- exactly. Uh, damn, I didn't even know it was the 13th day. I've been, uh, <laughs> I should know because I try, I try to be, tra- uh, I've been writing songs every day too. And yeah. so it's like, well, you said one, a couple weeks, so you pretty much did say it. Yeah, I guess that's right on. I didn't even realize. <laughs> I guess what, yeah, that's dope. It's yeah. been uh, it's been good though. It's been it's been solid. That's good to hear, man. That's really good to hear because all in all, those are it, it's it's a different take from the usual approach that or sorry the the approach that I am used to hearing about when it comes to Lent. Because usually when it comes to Lent, people are like, ah yeah, I'll quit drinking or ah yeah, I'll wake up half an hour earlier or ah yeah, I'll read or like do one concrete thing and try to stick to it for forty days. Whereas you're taking on the whole like. You're essentially putting on a new face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much exactly that. I was like, you know, because 
I think what Jesus did, uh, and I'd like to specify that I, I don't really identify so much as a Christian anymore, but uh, I think there's a lot to learn from from the religions. And Absolutely. I grew up Roman Catholic, so it's like I know quite a bit about it. Um, and, you know, Jesus took on a fucking monumental task of 40 days without food or water. And, you know, that whole idea of being like Christ or, you know, to kind of tie into the theme of Olympus that I've still been doing even yeah. three years later, um, that I, um, it's like, like Hercules, you know, like you can take on these huge monumental tasks and that's what's going to create the most growth obviously, hopefully, uh, throughout that, that course of that journey, you know, it's not so much about once the 40 days are over, it's about, okay, how can I be the best through this day to day? And I've actually learned quite a bit about myself as a songwriter the most, because it's like, now that I, I gave myself this task of writing every day, it's for the first five, six, seven, eight days, boom, it was fucking, it was flowing. But then man. it started to be like, oh, man, I got to do another song today. I got to do another song today. And then, uh, and it wasn't only, it wasn't until yesterday I was reflecting on my moods while I was songwriting. I was like, oh, man, like, you know, like Kobe Bryant didn't have this mindset when he was shooting in the gym. <laughs> you know, it's like. Up at 4 a.m., yeah. It's it's like, you know, it's like switch your mindset. And it's like, so this week I hope to come into the the task that I'm doing uh, with a better mindset and more effort. Word, bro. And what that makes me think of Im immediately or like kind of just like the the more simplistic version uh, of what you're talking about is like if you committed to do like, let's say 10 push-ups a day and then one day you're like, I don't even want to do one push-up. Mm -hmm. It's like um, it builds up that tolerance and that ability to be like, there's a reason and a purpose that I'm doing this and doing 10 push-ups today is not going to harm me in any way. It's only going to build me. 100%, 100%. And it's right? like, with that mindset, you like, you know, and that's the difference between not even doing the one and completing that 10. And then it's just like, you know, Tony Robbins and Conor McGregor, everyone talks about this. And it's just like, you feel the happiest when you've pushed yourself through that bullshit and you come on the other side and you're like, I didn't fucking want to do that today, but you know, I did it and be, because of that little bit of unhappiness, I'm even happier now, you know? Absolutely. And this is a consistent theme that I'm finding in a lot of media these days where people are actively saying that moment when you don't feel like doing it is when you should absolutely do it the most. That's when you should do it. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree with that anymore. And it's the same thing with the with the cold showers. It's like, man, oh, that's man. one thing. It's like, oh, man, every day I sit outside, the sh I turn the nozzle to cold. I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter if it's minus 30 outside or it's plus 10. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Every day in that cold shower sucks. But every time after, I'm like, Woo, let's go. I feel you, man. I've been trying to jump on that cold shower uh, tip, too. But uh, it's I still stand, sit right outside of the stream of the water or stand right outside of the stream of the water. And I'm like, ah. Fuck. <laughs> so, so what I've done, what I've done to kind of like mediate it is I start with a warm shower and then before the end of it, I commit to turning that temperature down to as much as I can handle, um, experiencing that, like, I, I don't know it's what kind of breathing it's called, but it's like almost like your body forces you to like hyperventilate almost, yeah, but like yep. just make it through that as much as possible. And like, I'm, I'm trying to build up to probably what I would assume is your level 
of experiencing it. <laughs> you're too kind, G. You're too kind. Uh, yeah. But that's a great way. That's actually of the way I started to do this uh, the same way, you know, take like a hot bath or something. And then for, it's like, because it, it, with the increase in body temperature, you know, it's like it helps for the first little bit. But then if you can sit through that, if you can, I, and I like to set a timer, you know, and every time add 10 seconds, nice. add 10 seconds, add 10 yeah. seconds. Yeah. You know, and we got to two minutes real fast, you know? No way. Oh, yeah, for sure. For Good sure. Good for you, man. Next step is probably ice baths then, hey? Yeah. And the, the biggest thing with the ice bath thing is just the practicality of it. Um, Word, yeah. That's the well, hardest because it's fro it freezes outside here, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> once or twice a, uh, uh, a week, I might start to throw it in there because those are brutal. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I have a friend who does polar dips. And even that oh. is still, it's like for the, the five minutes that you're actually going to perform the activity, it takes like 30 plus minutes to actually set up. And then, yeah, same thing with like ice baths, I, I think, in theory. I've never actually done it or tried it, but. Oh, you got to try it, bro. <laughs> oh, you've done <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've done it quite a few times in the past. Just not quite during this like Lent struggle, for sure. But uh, I definitely have done my fair share of ice baths. They suck, bro. But they're so good. They're so they're, they're way so more intense. Dead. And and also the uh, the benefits that it brings to you are similar to that of a cold shower. Maybe it's a bit more extreme because it is like uh, your entire body is submerged, and then it is typically for a little bit longer. But the benefits are are, are similar. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Word. One of the benefits that I've been kind of considering or deliberating on is is the effect that it has on my muscle recovery. Because I've been trying to work out as much as possible, and I don't to help. I haven't experimented enough to know if there is a substantial difference from taking cold showers post workout. I don't know if you know anything about that. Actually, the great qu- that was, yeah. So I actually know quite a bit about this. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, here we <laughs> Fantastic. are. <laughs> Fantastic. So. Actually, the worst time to take a cold shower is right after a workout. No way. Uh, yeah, it's going to hinder your gains the most post-workout because uh, when you work out, you actually, for the for a little while afterwards, you actually want the inflammation that's caused from the workout. Yeah. Uh, so post-workout, the best thing to do actually is sauna work or, okay. uh, or hot bath. That's what's going to aid in the recovery the most. Interesting. Uh, the best the best time to do cold showers is a few hours, if not right before you work out. Uh, you don't, because you don't want it to affect the inflammation of the workout, just inflammation overall. Bro, you just changed my routine because what I've been doing is gym straight to a, that shower regimen I told you about and then into the sauna. But yeah, I would switch that. I've, I would find a way to do cold shower somewhere in between, hit that workout, boom, hit that sauna. You're worried. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think that that's definitely what I'm going to do moving forward. And, and I'll let you know how that goes for me because I've just, like I said, I've just been trying to experiment with it and I haven't felt any difference or, or there's no data that I could give you uh, based on my experience, but I'm willing to try it the way that uh, you've learned to do it because that's, that's wisdom, man. I'm going to learn from your experience. Hey, I appreciate it. And I'll, you know, I'm always following all that. That one was, a uh, was, a. Uh... Because it actually changed. I, I did it very similar to you as well until uh-huh. I watched this uh, Dr. Andrew Huberman podcast. Oh, I love was, that guy. Oh, man, brilliant. And I was watching one on colds, on uh, cold therapy, and, you know, he was dropping the science behind it. And I was like, oh, I got to make that adjustment in my, my own workouts. There you go. Can't argue with the science and the data. For sure. <laughs> 
So, man, yeah, you're always uh, and you always have been one of those kind of positively infectious people. And like, I can feel the good vibes already. I know we've been chatting for about 10 plus minutes now, but uh, it really makes an empath like myself, who is often like channeling, I guess, the problems of the world. It, it, it provides me with like an extent of uh, relief, I'd say. Ooh. Damn, yeah, what a what a cod thing to say. I appreciate that, dog. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's your intention or like your uh your mode of operation, but like e even your music does the same thing. Cause I remember feeling this uh when I first started hearing your music, and then in your latest track too, Warrior Two, like I couldn't even get through a minute of the track before I was like, I gotta, I gotta do something. I gotta write. I gotta, I gotta be better. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Duh. Yeah. Oh, that's such a beautiful compliment. Cause that's all I strive to do. And, and you know, Nipsey Hustle said it the best, like the highest form of, uh, that, that you can be as a, as a human is to inspire others, you know? And so whether sure. that's to put on a smile or go get some work done, it's like, you know, that's, those are the things that I strive to do, but are out of my control. You know, I just show up as myself and I like to put out a good message in, in all that I do. I fall short often, which is one thing that I'm continually uh, becoming like more forgiving of myself. Of. Absolutely. Um, and this is one th that this Lenten journey has actually brought me to. But it's like, you know, my intentions up here uh 99 of the time you know it's like that and that's where songs like even warrior two come from you know it's from that that uh that time when you're just like oh i feel like you know like fuck the world or fuck that dude uh -huh. or you know but it's really any enemy is just a projection of self for the most part you know Oof. and this and it's <laughs> that the know? truth yeah oh for sure we always the most mad at other people for the shortcomings that we are not willing to recognize in ourselves <laughs> you know and Dude. so it's like <laughs> <laughs> no i feel, I feel so, that on a very deep level man and like again to like mild out your statement i i was thinking that in terms of like like road rage like if i if and, i get pissed at someone for cutting me off that is only internal energy. I'm none of that like anger or resentment I feel towards them is gonna influence them in a way that's meaningful or substantial. But if I'm able to just retain that and be like, eh, it is what it is, then like suddenly my life has changed for the better. Oh, 100%. And I can't remember who said this quote, um, but it says like, uh, resentment is drinking poison and hoping that the other person dies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Word, I've like, heard that. Yeah, yeah. So many, so many of our own actions, like we, you know, we freaking sit here with anger or misery, and it's just like, oh, you, you know, you're trying to make the world better, but it's like, dog, it all starts with self. Everything always starts with self. There you go. Because, like, honestly, what's the what's the best or I guess worst way to escalate any situation is to, is to feed it. Yeah. hundred percent. Right. hundred percent, man. And especially to act in anger. I was just having a conversation about, especially anger actually, because it's such a service level emotion. Uh -huh. It never gets to the root cause, you know? Do you think that there's a time and place for it though? And I think so. And, and, uh, and especially, in things like creating warrior two, you know, to oh, bring for it full sure. circle. You gotta channel it, yeah. Hundred percent, you know, it's like, okay, hey, this is where I can let out those thoughts. These are where I can let out those feelings and it's healthy and people can connect with it. 
And, you know, so many people are messaging me saying, you know, I put the song on and I go fucking so hard in the gym with it. Oh, you know? I bet, it's bro, like, yeah. It's like, hell yeah, that's that's the expression uh, of anger you should be. You should be taking it out on those weights. You should be taking it out on the art, you know, not taking it out on the people. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. And it goes back to kind of something that you were saying earlier is uh, when you do hit those relapses or those moments where you're not performing at your best, it helps you to be able to kind of bounce back out of it a, a little bit better, you know, occupy uh -huh. or sorry, live your life in a way that's more controlled versus like at the whims of whatever emotions or thoughts cross your mind at any point in time. And that's a hundred percent. And and that's, you know, and that's what the whole premise of like my whole idea behind Olympus and stuff is, you know, it comes from all of the stoicism that I, that I've been so encompassed with. Uh, during this journey of the last few years of making and promoting the album. And that's basic what stoicism is teaching is like, you know, you be in control of the things that you can control and then forget about everything else. And the only thing that you can really control is yourself. Absolutely. 100%. And then, and, and like you said, it's not with the intention of necessarily inspiring other people but obviously that is part of the goal but if you go in with that intention you're probably going to do it wrong but to do it by an extension of what you're doing and inspire other people it's it's something beautiful like it, just to bring it back to that 10 push-up uh, idea that i threw at you just a little while ago if, like, if you're doing that daily and then you inspire somebody else to do that and they inspire other people to do that as well then suddenly it becomes a hell of a lot easier for you to do it because you're surrounded by people who are also doing the same thing Oh, 100%. Oh, you couldn't have said that more beautifully. Absolutely. <laughs> the push-up analogy, man, it can't lose. That's a beautiful one. If you listen to this, do some, some push-ups. <laughs> if there's anything that you take from this conversation, it's just just do it. Do the push-ups. Whatever oh. the push-ups are to you, man, just do it. 100%. And, <laughs> and that's one thing that I really, you know, I spend a lot of time uh, meditating and... Uh, planning and plotting and the one thing that this lent thing has really shown me is just like you get way better results by just acting i'm not uh -huh. saying to act recklessly but but even that it's better to act recklessly and quicker than to act or to not act and think it through all the way you there know there you go yeah there's a level of thought that is appropriate for every situation hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think a lot of, and I think I, what I'm finding in myself is I spend way too much time because I was running out of time with all of these things I was trying to accomplish during this Lent thing. And I was like, why? It's like, cause I'm trying to think through everything too much. And it's just like, well, if you do it, you can do it in a few hours and then we can get on to the next thing. It's just like, boom, 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 let's go. And then it's just like the, I can already see the improvement in so many things, my physicality, my spirituality, my breath work, my uh, physique, my songwriting ability, you know, it's just like, and it's just from action and it's not from thinking about doing those actions. It's just like getting shit done. Isn't it so crazy though that we've built or sometimes we build up these reasons or excuses or these, uh, this force that almost pushes against traveling that way that you just mentioned do you know what i mean like we develop like reasons why we shouldn't or can't or or even even taking an extra 30 seconds to start something is like this force that is kind of like repelling it away versus like if we were able to just bam do it instantly how much 
more efficient and beneficial it would be to our lives. Oh, 100%. And um, you, I, I don't know if you know the book, The Art of War, or The War of, the, is it The War of No, The, the Art, Art of, War. of War. Yeah, yeah, by, yeah. Uh, oh, no, no, the other way, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Oh, interesting. And, okay. Now, I remember so, the OG book, The Art of War. I forget who, who wrote it, though, but it's a super uh, old book. Yeah, go on. I know which one you're talking about, but I yeah. always get the two titles mixed up. But Fair. The War of Art, Stephen Pressfield, dog, got to check it out. One of the best. I recommend it to everybody. Yeah, uh, and he talks about that. this thing called the resistance, and okay, it, it's exactly what you're what you're saying. You know, it's that taking the time to think things through too much, or it's the fear of committing, or it's the fear of the outcome, or you know, it's whatever is preventing you from doing the actual work of whatever the hell that you're doing. And he's just all about like just show up, get the work done. You'll get blessed with the results. Like you, you have no control over what's going to happen after. All you have control of is the work. So just do the work. Don't Boom. let this, don't let this uh, resistance stop you from from completing what your mission is, and that is to do the work. If you want to be a writer, if you want to be a rapper, it's not about who listens to the songs. It's about writing the rap songs. You know. Taking a quick break, we are going to listen to a track by Just Jordan. This one is titled "Warrior 2. Enjoy. not about who listens to the songs it's about writing the rap songs you know there you go absolutely and to take it back to that kobe reference you threw out earlier um r.i.p to a legend but uh, uh, yeah you don't you don't you don't line yourself up for the shot thinking that you're gonna miss you take that shot and if it misses you adjust you go again oh because bro in that time that you spent thinking like oh am i gonna miss or should i even take this shot you could have taken three shots, adjusted each time, and then perfected your form. Oh, that is beautiful, Doc. Oh, amen, Doc. <laughs> hey, inspired Ooh. by you, bro. Inspired by you. 
Oof, you tied that up real nice with a little ribbon, dog. <laughs> My guy. Uh, but uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry to move on like this, but we're no, no, no. For we're sure, chatting. For sure. We're chatting, bro. And <laughs> the goal, the target's thirty minutes. So our last chat was about, uh, like I mentioned before, it was about two and a half years ago, three years ago. Uh, wow. Which, to be honest, it sounds like an incredible amount of time in days. But it, does it feel like that long to you? It doesn't, dog. It, 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 doesn't. it doesn't at all for some nah. reason. <laughs> it, it doesn't because two and a half years, like, or three years, let's put say it like that. That's about ten percent of my life. Damn, word, one hundred, one hundred. Right. Damn, that's an interesting way to think about it. Well, times that by ten, I wasn't even born. Word. <laughs> <laughs> or just about. You know what I mean? But like these last three years, it's like it's like metaphorical snap of the finger, man. I completely agree with you, and I never really thought about that until you just said it. That's wild. Well, well let's let's try to try to elaborate on it because I don't have the answers either. But like, do you think our perspective on the flow of time has changed? Because like, as a child, I remember days dragged on and it felt like an eternity. Whereas now I'm like, oh shit, that project was due a week ago, but it's 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 only been two days. You know what I mean? Damn, that's an interesting way. To think about it, because it's like it's it seems like that, and I it, it's interesting because I've I've felt that way, uh, with this album. I was like, man, I can't believe I've been promoting this album for as long as I have, because it's like, yeah, I check back, I'm like, oh wait, holy shit, what the fuck? I started this way before, and right, you know, I think that just has to go to show with how distracted we are in today's society. That must and, be it. And that's what I really think it is. It's like we we are given so like when you're a child, you're you're allowed to be bored, you know. And uh -huh. nowadays, boredom is seen as such a bad thing. And as a creative, it's like I've 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 been trying to learn how to be bored better, you know. Because instead of being on your phone scrolling mindlessly for twenty minutes, it's like why not sit there in twenty minutes and think about. I don't know, the design of a butterfly or whatever the fuck, you know, because it's going to be better for your imagination and your creativity overall. It's like, yeah, there's, there's the these studies shown about just that boredom just doesn't exist, especially in the first world, you know, and I think that has to attribute to a lot of things. We're always today's society is so rushed. We're always like, we got to do this next thing, next thing, next thing, next song, next song, next song. And, you know, it's like, and this is where meditation and being present, I think, is so important in today's culture as well. Is it's like a lot of people don't sit and take a minute just to be where their feet are, you know. And it, I think that's a huge thing. It's like taking a breath and realizing where you are in space and time. And if Man. you do that more times throughout the day, your day is going to slow down way more than you think. Absolutely. And you'll probably get done some way more meaningful things than if you were just constantly consuming whatever's fed to you. 100%. A, a, a good friend of mine made this post about how we're become so much consumers. Like, you know, it's like most people's lives are 100% consumption. And yeah. it's like the world would benefit so much more is if you took that 100% consumption and you turn it into 90% um creation and then you consumed a little bit you know it's Ooh. like back in the day everyone had to farm everyone had to build everyone had to do shit or you would die you know and it's only in today's society that you don't have to create you don't have to build you know and if you change that from you know if the two hours you spend on tiktok every day you spent an hour and 45 minutes creating something of value instead and then 15 minutes on tiktok 
I think the whole world would be in a better place. Bro, and you know what's crazy about that is we're kind of going full circle here. I'm getting shivers because, like, you listened <laughs> you listened to the Andrew Huberman uh, episode, which I think typically they're about an hour, maybe longer, and you've passed on information to me, which I'm going to directly use in my life. But I didn't have to. I didn't have to go through the process to which you attained that knowledge. You know what I mean? So, oh, word. Through this through this process of using our boredom wisely, I guess. I've benefited from it substantially. You know what I mean? Wahanted, dog. Wahanted. Damn, you just blew my own mind. Dog. Yeah, I'm blowing my mind too, man. This, this, is, this is you. This is the vibe. This is the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> this is this couldn't be more of that in action, I guess, because you know, Absolutely. instead of us consuming, we are creating, and then hopefully through that we can help others create. Right. And you know what Sheesh. we're also doing in a sense is we're. We're refining our understanding of these concepts as well. 100%. You, you don't want why, narrowing it in. 100%. And that's why something so, something like you and what you're doing and your vision is so important to the culture as well, you know, because what you're doing is allowing someone like me to come up, get my thoughts together while we communicate. And you're so good at what you're doing, this conversation. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> you know that no, we're allowed it, it to takes explore two, it these takes spaces. Two. Yeah, but yeah. I, you know, but it, it's not to say that what you're not, what you're doing, isn't isn't valuable. What you're doing is you. so valuable. You know what I'm saying? And it, I appreciate that, man. It's allowed us to create together. Boom! There we go. And with that, even more creation spawns. Like, imagine. I, well, this is what I like to imagine, and this is what I always used to say in the past. If I could inspire just one person. My job is done. I've done. I've done it. <laughs> if I can inspire ten, and then they inspire ten, you don't. You don't. These thoughts are, are things that I've thought of before, but I don't consciously reiterate them, and so they kind of fall into the back burner. But when I bring them to the front, to the forefront, I understand the impact, and I'm able to perform that much better. You know what I mean? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent, and that's why reflection is such an important part and that's 100 percent. a hundred and that's what conversation really is it's like you know it's like our objective through this conversation you know isn't to be right about any given thing but to be better hopefully maybe a little bit by the end of it there you go sure what i understand mix it with what you understand and then come out to some sort of mutual understanding for lack yeah. of better words. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, you hopefully. know. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and you know what? That's the good thing, though, because, like, I've definitely had conversations with people where they're they're afraid to be wrong. And, in fact, not only are they afraid to be wrong, they can't be wrong. Yeah. Until until they reiterate these thoughts, like, personally, or maybe it, it comes across their, their scope of awareness again, and they gradually realize that, ah, fuck, I don't have the answer Whereas people like you and me who are, at least for myself, I can speak to this is like, I've been wrong so many times in my life. I remember my early 20s where I was like, oh, man, I'm so far ahead of the curve. Like, I feel like I know everything. I feel so brilliant. And then all I've learned since then is like, oh, man, how wrong I have been and how wrong I can be. Oh, for dog, and you speaking the truth. I feel like you speaking for everyone on that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, damn, that's feeling too right. You know You're right. And and it's like, and I, I'm even at, just that even add on to that point is like, cause there was that time where I'm like, oh yeah, I made so many mistakes in my early twenties. And you know, it's like, I'm a better person because I'm doing all X, Y, and Z now. 
Uh-huh. You know, and then it's just like, then I fuck up, I make a huge mistake, and I'm like, oh, fuck, you know what? This is a constant thing. This is a constant of reflection, growth, and improvement, you know? And it's just like, I don't have all the answers, and I never will, and it seems like the older I get and the more things that I try, the more I'm comfortable with that understanding of things. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And to go back to to that operation of like how, I guess the quote is, what would Jesus do? Because I, I doubt, or maybe I'm not, is, I don't know if this is blasphemous to say, but even, you know what, it, by nature, Jesus could not have been a perfect being because he, him, he as well was human. He was in a mortal shell. Haunted. Right? 100%. Yeah. So taking that into consideration, nobody that we know, nobody that we could know could achieve perfection. Everybody's well, got their it. holes and their flaws. However, some people might be so far advanced in certain areas that it would be silly not to take knowledge from what they've acquired. Oh, 100%. And even, even somebody who is maybe not an expert in some area uh, because they're backed by some kind of accreditation or, or experience, it's like there seems to be something to learn from everybody, you know, whether uh-huh. it's a better way to hold yourself, a better way to conversate or whatever it may be, a better way to 100%. love somebody, yeah. you know? And it's like, I think given the opportunity to, and I'd like, and especially this year, I'd like to have more conversations like these um, in, in many different areas just so I can better understand where everyone is coming from. Absolutely. Well, it, even though that is such like a, that would be the ultimate goal. And it's probably, it's not impossible, but it, it's going to take a lot, a lot of work to get to that because you got to think of it like human beings are so dynamic. If you're dealing with somebody who's similar to somebody you know, but you catch them in a different mood, it's going to be completely different than that person that you, you knew being in that mood. You know what I mean? And that's 100% too. That's 100 too, actually. Right? That's a and good it all point. depends on what stage they're at in their life and, and in perspective of what stage you are at as well. And that's another interesting point. Jeez, bro, you're just dropping facts right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> we're both dropping facts, man. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, dude, I feel like I'm tripping right now. <laughs> that's what we like. It's yeah. like a natural high. Bro. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Word, because I'm like, I'm like, where, where's, what am I saying? Where's this information coming from? But it's like, it's like a, it's almost like a dance, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, for sure. That's an interesting, ah, oh, because what do the Greeks call that? Uh, there's a word that starts with an L and it's like the spirit that flows, you know, and it's, it's kind of like the Holy Spirit in Christianity, or it's kind of like, um, like the Tao or like there's so many different ways it's like the force in star wars you know the magic in <laughs> harry potter you know it's like damn this, dude it's like this energy that is beyond but everyone has access to you know and man i'm just sorry to interject here i, I have to but it just because it proves the point of what you were just saying somehow we are all connected man somehow everything even the smallest things happen for a reason and I like, just used that, the force analogy, like right before we jumped onto this conversation with another <laughs> homie. So it's no like, way. it's something, something that has almost a 0% chance to happen just happened. 
Oh, sorry. See, that gives me shivers, man. Oh no, that's so, seeing. Oh, it's so beautiful that that it. It's you keep chiming in with just the most perfect things today, dog. Oh my <laughs> likewise, god, dude. This is fucking, likewise, this is dude. So beautiful. Oh, but you man. know, it's we need like, a community like this. Oh, for sure. And, and <laughs> but that's what we're working to it. I was just gonna say, dog. That seems to be what you're trying to accomplish with what you're doing, pal. Yeah, you as well, man. You as well. Oh, thanks. And this is why these conversations are so beautiful. It allows us to connect and and catch up and see it's like oh man it's like you know we we had this converse we didn't have this conversation but we had a conversation years ago and we're still on the grind and we're still absolutely you know, fighting for that that vision that that we have and it's still beautiful and it still brings people together and yeah. it's still like you know this gorgeous gorgeous thing man and that's like the perfect segue into this next thing. We're going into we're going into overtime. I don't care. Do you got time? <laughs> I got time, fam. Yeah, I got time. Because I needed. I had to hit this point before we closed out, and it this actually segues perfectly into it. Because like like you said, man, we're still we're still working towards the good fight. We're still doing our thing, and um, it's just let, let's put it in this way. I, I don't I don't know how exactly to deliver this, but good people you released. It was an EP that you released early last year. Yeah. And yeah. yes, we were still doing our thing. We're promoting, we're moving, we're doing a lot of stuff. You just recently released a track almost a year later, Warrior 2. Yeah. Um, and it did take, it took us almost a year to get another Just Jordan track. And in, in one of your ly opening lyrics, and I, I think, I think this is relevant. Um, but yeah, in one of the opening lyrics to Warrior 2, or one of the ones more middle, uh, close to the opening is a uh, nice guy turned evil. Um. And it, it makes me, when I heard that, it made me flinch because, like, I feel that, bro. I feel that. Mm. Even in, like, an old lyric of mine, which I wrote, is uh, before I even knew the true extent to which it would be relevant, I wrote, to be a hero, why must I become the villain first? And, oh. and the, the next verse opens with, to be a villain, did I pass the point of no return? Oh. <laughs> it's, but it's like, a, it's like a subconscious, like, realization that to be this, like, ultimate form like my best self this ultimate form of good i don't know if it's a curiosity that wants us to see the other other side or if that's like a natural thing that has to occur where you you need to step into the darkness so i'm glad you phrased it the way that you did because i'm gonna i'm gonna start by saying when i spent the three days in the darkness i did i did a 72 hour or it was 60 hours uh in a in a silent room and I fasted and I just sat in, in, in the complete dark for, for 60 days. Holy shit. 60 was, hours. Uh, 60 hours, not 60 days. <laughs> 60, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Two months, yeah, yeah. And, and um, uh, it was the most intense uh, thing I ever I ever did. And, and in that, That's I decided to make... Bro. Oh, it was, it was crazy, fam. And, and from that, I decided to make this... Uh, actually, the second part of Olympus. That's why it's been de delayed uh the, the first part because i decided there needed to be a part two before i kind of close out and drop this album and uh after i got out of the the, the literal darkness for three days um, Oof. well while i was in there uh i went through kind of every emotion you could kind of go through anxiety peace uh anger uh worry sadness euphoria but uh when i came out of it one of the biggest things that I, I, I felt was that I went to war and I went to war with myself and I came out maybe not better, 
but with a better perspective of who I was mm. because I got to sit with the darkness of myself, all the mistakes yeah. I made, all of the things I know I did wrong, I said wrong. A bit of the truth. Oh, a bit of the truth of myself. And it was the ugly, dark, shady Man. villain shit, you know? It's like, and I was like, and it took me a while to get to the point where I was like, that's okay. That's a side of you too. And that's a side of yourself that you got to love. You know, you got to love the hero just like you love the villain because there's no real good or bad. Those are just titles that we put on ourselves as, as humans, you know, but yeah, really there's just action and then there's consequences. There's cause and effect. And you just got to be willing to live with the decisions that you've made in order to make better decisions in the future. And then uh -huh. hopefully become that hero, hopefully become that light in the darkness you know, because it's like, we're all pieces of shit and that's okay. <laughs> you know, we all, we know, like we said, nobody's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's kind of where this warrior two came from. It's embracing that dark side. It's like, you know, like you said, good guy turn evil, you know, or nice guy turn evil because it's like, it's like, okay. Yeah. It's like, I need to stop ignoring the bad sides and pretending that I'm this good guy. It's like, yo, you got you got some little bastard in you, you know? You got uh -huh. this little asshole in you, and that's okay. That's okay. We all do. Nobody's perfect. And from there, I've been able to grow so much more significantly. Word. And I think what I'm taking from that, and I might not be using the right words, but hopefully the point gets across, but realizing it is different than actualizing it. Because oh. I'm thinking that this experience that you went through, it was after you wrote Good People, right? Yeah, way after. Yeah. Yeah. So even in the track, good people, you say, I've been chasing serenity. Actually, turns out that I'm my worst enemy. So you realize Oof. it, but you still had to go through the trials and tribulations of like, like I said, actualizing it. Damn, that is an interesting point because it's like, yeah, there's, there's a difference between the realization. Yeah. Just like you said, for sure. Cause it's like, yeah, I was aware of it before. We're all kind of aware, you know, and even of just to go shittiness. back to like, for sure. It's like, we all know we can improve our eating. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I eat like shit sometimes. I could do this better, but it's like, nah. It's like, okay, are you, are you, are you doing it? Are you eating better though? It's like, oh, okay. Now we leveled up, you know, uh -huh. now we there. Yeah. Are you saying no to the things that you know are not with it? hundred percent, hundred percent. Cutting out the distractions and go leaning on creation as opposed to consumption, you know? There you go. And you know what? It, that might not necessarily be the answer for some people in different stages, but it I feel like it inevitably is part of the process. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Man. Well, yeah, the the overall vibe that I get from Warrior 2, and I know we touched on this initially when we were talking, is um, it's like, yes, I'm a nice guy, but the enemy is the ultimate villain, uh, like a beast. And right, we right. cannot bring knives to a gunfight, and we cannot go lone wolf against an army hot of a set yeah and and during the final battle we can't show signs of weakness because 100%. we identified and overcame those weaknesses through every battle prior hundred percent there's a there's a that's so beautifully said hey, dude, that's, that that quote is literally inspired from warrior two like i wrote that while i was listening to it Sheesh, yeah my g. <laughs> my g my g my g there's uh uh uh, Tom Bilio, I think is how you say his name. He's the creator of Quest Bars and he's got a podcast. And he says, I, I think it was him or it was Alex Hermosi. I can't remember now, but they have a quote 
I have no self-belief. I only have proof. And it's just like, I can believe in myself all I want, but that doesn't mean it's true. It's like real belief in yourself uh -huh. comes from overcoming those things. It's like, you know, showing up to the battle with the proper team. It's like, uh -huh. I can show up to the battle, but it's like, if I don't have the self-awareness that I need the team with me, that I have my downfalls, it's like, it's like you just got to show up with what you know you need to show up with based on all of the battles that you lost, you know? It's like, okay. and all the battles that you won. You can For learn sure. from those as well, but it's like you learn a hell of a lot more fucking getting stabbed in the back, getting shot in the face than you do from holding up a trophy, you know? You just say it goes to that what kill doesn't kill you uh, <laughs> phrase, sure. right? Yeah. No, absolutely. Right? It's so funny how the cliches are always true. Man. Yes, absolutely. It's because we take them out of perspective. You know, it's just it's just words when we say them and you're like, yeah, you know what? I ain't, I ain't going to argue with that word. But when we uh -huh. actually realize what the meaning is to like a deeper extent, you're like, holy shit, that hits hard. Oh, so beautifully said. A hundred percent. And the reason why they're even around still and used in culture is because they are true, you know? They're the deepest, most visceral truth that we have. And that's why philosophy, I think, is such a, a a beautiful thing. And why I find it so, so interesting is because it's like, it's just the truth. I think, therefore, I am. It's like, man, if you if you here right now and you got thoughts, you alive and that's, you can move on from there, you know? Uh -huh. And it's just like, these are just truths and they've always been and they always will be. I wish you success for all of the work that you actually put in and... I hope you can eliminate distractions and you can find more love. I got more art that I think will be beneficial to you if you are looking for at least something to relate to. I think I have something for you. And I think that everyone has something amazing to contribute to the world. This is just what I try to contribute. Uh, more love, more success. Well said, man. Do the push-ups. And if you can't do the push-ups, let me help you inspire. <laughs> be inspired to do the push-ups. 100%. We'll get you to those push-ups one day. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the beauty of that is 10, 10 is just the start because in a, in a few years, we're aiming for hundreds. Oh, let's go. You this never know. Sky's the limit. There you go. Absolutely. Sheesh. Only way from here is up. Haunted. All right, my guy. Thank you so much for joining me again, Just Jordan. It's always a pleasure, man. Always good times. I'm definitely going to carry this energy into the rest of my day. And I appreciate you, man. I oh, appreciate you too and all that you do, dog. Absolutely, brother. All right, you take care, eh? You as well. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Reevolve Media Revolution podcast featuring just Jordan. My name was also Jordan, and I hope you enjoyed listening to this as much as we enjoyed making it. Stay inspired, keep crushing your goals, put in the effort, and if you enjoyed this content, much more is at reevolvemedia.com. Signing off with another track by Just Jordan. This one is titled Good People. Enjoy and take care. I ain't a pop star, a doctor, I'm a monster man. Success comes at a steep price, so what it cost you, man? And I've been losing good people, I've been losing good people, I've been losing good people, I've been losing, 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 losing. The climb to the top getting lonely. People act like they know me 
Don't waste my time, don't ring my line, please just do what you told me. Birds on my back, weigh a ton. Deadline do I ain't wait one. More minute I ain't playing, son. I ain't going back to our prison trunk. Negative people get rid of them. Anger and hatred, they limit men. Jealousy, a little bitch emotion. You could be doing much better, man. I believed in you, but you were blind to the facts. Now you are rhyme on my track, dog. How could you do me like that? Ah, I just been chasing serenity. Actually, turns that I'm a worse enemy. Hennessy, Hennessy, I'll just be chemically remedy. Steadily smoking the sesame. Recipe gets to grow out of necessity. Mentally, I've achieved it successfully. Accidentally, all that's left for me is success. I ain't a pop star, doctor. I'm a monster, man. Success comes at a steep price, so what it costs you, man? And I've been losing good people. I've been losing good people. I've been losing good people. I've been losing, losing, losing. I ain't a pop star, doctor. I'm a Success comes at a stick price, so what it costs you, man. And I've been losing good people. 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 Thoughts of death got me moving fast. Couple racks and brand new to cash. Elevating, but prepared to crash. Moving on, let me stay. So what it cost you, man? And I've been losing good people. I've been losing good people. I've been losing good people. I've been losing, losing, losing. I ain't a pop star, doctor. I'm a monster, man. Success comes at a steep price. So what? It 